Welcome to the podcast on the power of true identity, which would be our identity in Christ. My name is Pastor Gail Crock. I am the executive director and co-founder of Spiritual Care Consultants. And today I want to talk about how important identity is to our lives and what it means to walk in a true identity in Christ. So I've met a lot of people who think they're a mistake, that they don't have very much value, and I want you to know every person on this planet has value, whether they're a Christian or not. You are valuable to God, and God loves you. You know, David said in Psalm 27, 1, Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. I love that. You know what? Even if your mom or your dad rejected you at birth, God does not reject you, even if you're not a believer. Then it says in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27, God says, Let us make man in our own image. Even if you haven't accepted Christ yet, you are made in the image of God and you are important. And then I love what it says in Psalms 139, verses 13 through 18. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. When I am awake, I am still with you. And I love it. The Bible says that when we were in our mother's womb, God knit us together and that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that before we were born, God took out a book, wrote down the full number of our days, and put it away. So you see, in heaven, there's a book about you with what you could do and what you could become. So that's how valuable you are. Jeremiah 1.5, I love this one. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. And I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I love the fact that before we're even born, God knows us. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope in the future. God has a plan for each one of us. Isaiah forty nine sixteen. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my Hands. I love that. Our names are engraved on the palms of his hands. Then I love 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new is here. Now it says in the original language, it kind of reads more like this. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is passing away and the new is coming. The Bible says that when we accept Christ, we pass from death unto life. So putting on a new identity and getting rid of the old takes time. It takes practice. 
You have to say the I am statements even when you don't believe them over and over and pray for God to give you a revelation of what they mean down deep in your heart. Now we're going to talk about them a little later. But the Bible says the new is coming. It speaks of a process. It takes time for us to realize all it means to be in Christ. We need a revelation from the Holy Spirit. What that means. And then I love what it says in Job 2.28. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established and the light shall shine upon thy path. I'm sharing with you right now. We need to start decreeing what God has said about us. Even though we might not believe it right away. Our words have power. And if we continue to speak and pray and walk by faith and believe God, he will bring a revelation to us about his identity that he wants us to put on and how to put off the old. I love Romans eight twenty nine, which says, For those God foreknew he did predestine to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. You know, when you're putting on the new identity... You're putting on the image of Christ. When you're putting on the new identity, you're becoming like Christ each and every day. Ephesians 4, 22-24 says, You are taught with regard to your former way of life to put off the old self, which is corrupted by its sinful desires, and to be made new, get this, to be made new in the attitudes of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So we see that this scripture again talks all about the process of taking off the old and putting on the new. It's important that you know your true identity in Christ. Let's talk about false identities for a minute and how they affect us. False identity brings bad behavior. So in other words, if a kid believes they're a no good worthless piece of dirt, that's exactly how they will behave. False identities bring cycles of failures. Kids will pass classes, adult will an adult if they don't think they can do anything right, they won't believe they can achieve anything that God has for them. False identities bring bad relationships because they don't realize their value and they settle for people in their life that are not good for them. False identity also reflects a lack of value and worth of a person. And a false identity, anyone who has a false identity will lack spiritual authority. So, Christians are not supposed to have false identities. We're supposed to have the identity of Christ. But the, but, the, but the problem is, we're not taught about this all the time. And it takes time to put off the old, put on the new. How do we form false identities? I believe false identities are formed by the bad, hurtful experiences that happen in our life and the negative people sometimes that hang around us and speak into our life negative things. And so our false identities can also come out of a sinful way of living or an old way of life. And so we want to put off the old, 
put on the new. True identities will equal Christ-like behaviors. True identities will equal true success. True identities will equal healthy relationships. True identities will equal true value and worth. And true identities will equal confidence and true spiritual authority. True identities is formed by us getting a revelation of all we have in Christ Jesus and about what God says about us in the Bible and by the positive influence of other believers. So what we really need to pray for, we really need to pray for a revelation of a true identity that will bring lasting change. Revelation is a must. We must decree them and get the revelation of what they mean in our heart. Let's look at some of the in Christ statements we teach at Spiritual Care. We should say these statements out loud every day, and you should listen to this tape over and over and over again. Number one, I am a child of God, John 1.12. To whoever received him, to them gave he the right to become the children of God, even to them that believed on his name. Number two, I am beautiful on the inside and out. You made me in my inmost beings. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me wonderfully and complex. It is amazing to think about. Your workmanship is marvelous. I know it for well. Number three, I am a friend of Jesus. John fifteen fifteen. I do not call you servants any longer because a servant does not know their master it know what their master is doing. Instead, I call you friends because I have told you everything that I heard from my father. John fifteen fifteen. Number four, I am wanted. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope in the future. I am forgiven. First John one nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I am calm, John fourteen twenty seven. My peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not be a worried and do not be afraid. I am able to do anything with Jesus, Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I am safe. Psalms 34, 7, the angel of the Lord encamps around those that fear him and he protects them. I am cared for. 1 Peter 5, 7, leave all your worries with him because he cares for you. I am protected. Psalm 23, 4, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I am loved. John six John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I am hopeful, Psalm 71, 5. For you have been my hope, Sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. I am joyful, Nehemiah 8:10. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I am confident, Philippians 1, 6. Being confident of this, that he who has begun a good work in you will bring it on to the day of Christ Jesus. I am blessed, Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, 
for they shall be satisfied. I am free from all fear. Psalm 34, 4. I prayed to the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears. I am a overcomer or a champion. Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. Let us run the race with perseverance, the race that God has set out before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Number 18. I am a treasure. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. For we have this treasure in jars of clay. I am brave. 1 John 1, 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I am chosen. John fifteen sixteen. For you did not choose me, I choose you. And I appointed you to go and bear much fruit, the kind of fruit that endures. And so the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. 21. I am a peacemaker. Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. I am created for good works. Ephesians 2, 10. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I am accepted. Ephesians 1, 5. God had already decided that through Jesus Christ, he would make us his children. This was his pleasing and pleasure and purpose. I am clothed in his righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Christ was without sin, but for our sake God made him to be our sin in order that we might be the righteousness of God in Christ. In 25, I am seated with Christ in heavenly realms. Ephesians 2.6 In our union with Christ Jesus, he raised us up with him to rule with him in the heavenly world. I am complete in Christ. Colossians 2.10 You have been given a full life in union with him. He is supreme over every rule and authority. 27. I am free in Christ. John 8.36 If the Son sets you free, you're free indeed. And 28. I am confident to come before God in prayer. Ephesians 3.12 In union with Christ and through our faith in him, we have boldness to go into his presence with all confidence. Now the biggest thing we find with people saying the in Christ statements, many times they give up because they say them for a week or two weeks and they don't feel like they're working. Listen, this takes a while. Putting off the old, putting on the new takes a while. You are who Christ says you are. Your identity is not determined by your old way of life. Your identity is determined by what Christ did for you on the cross. When you received Jesus into your heart and he forgave your sins, you received his righteousness and his identity. Praise the Lord. You are who he says you are. May you have a blessed day and may you take on the identity of Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone that will listen to this message today. I pray that you would give them a revelation of who you created them to be and all that you have for them. In the name of Jesus, 
Amen. May you have a blessed day. Remember, there's power in true identity.